I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Walking the Path of Personal Christhood. Today, we talk about Christ and about Jesus. Was Jesus the only Son of God, and was his birth and life relevant to all people, or just those who profess to be Christians? For some of you, today's episode may require you to open your minds to a greater understanding of our spiritual universe and how God's laws work. We've talked about how we were made in the image and likeness of God and how God is both male and female. And from the Father-Mother God, Alpha and Omega, comes the birth of the Son, the Christ. And just as God creates in His image over and over again, likewise so is the Son of God incarnate over and over again in all of God's sons and daughters. In the book of John, we read that Christ is the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And you notice the scripture says, every man that cometh into the world, not just one. It is true, Jesus was Christ incarnate, just as every son and daughter of God that incarnates on earth is. And of course, we realize that Jesus was in the full awareness of his Christ self, and manifesting it in the world. And he had a specific mission to publicly demonstrate for all time what it means to be Christ, the Son of God in the physical world, taking on a human body just as we do, and be the Christ. He publicly walked through the spiritual initiations of the Transfiguration, Crucifixion, Resurrection, and Ascension, leaving an example of what we too must do if we are to return to God and be eternally free from the cycle of rebirth. Now these initiations for us are inner initiations. They're not necessarily that we walk publicly as Jesus did and in a very physical way. Jesus also said that the kingdom of heaven is within us. And who is in the kingdom of heaven but God and his Son and his Spirit? So God and Christ are within us. This is why Jesus said we could do the things he did, and even greater than he did. If our true identity is not the Christ, the Son of God, then how could we possibly do greater things than Jesus did? Simple logic can bring us to this conclusion. And no matter what religion or no religion you were born into or what terminology you use, the Son of God is the true identity of every son and daughter of God incarnating in this world. Our job on earth is to externalize that individualized Christ within us, fulfilling our own unique reason for being. This is the path of personal Christhood, the union of our soul with our Christ self the real self that we are meant to manifest 
or be in the physical world. That part of us that is one with God the Father, the I Am Presence. But sometimes what we have been taught and the beliefs we have formed can create serious misconceptions. Take for instance the belief that some hold that only those who know and accept Jesus can go to heaven. And yet Jesus was a Jew and his mission and witness of his Father were for everyone, not just those few people who knew him or for those of us who later learned of him. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He did not say, I, Jesus, am the way, the truth, and the life. But I am is the way, the truth, and the life. So if you remember, the name I am was the name of God that was given to Moses when he heard God speak from the burning bush. I am that I am is my name forevermore. So Jesus had full awareness of his oneness with the Father I am within and spoke about his Father often, that it was the Father that performed the works. He was telling us that the I am in each of us is the way. I am is the open door. I am is the resurrection and the life. And we only get to the Father I am by the way of the Christ, which is our true identity as sons and daughters of God. Many folks believe that because they've accepted Jesus as their Savior, they can continue to break God's laws and they'll be always be forgiven. And it's true, God is always willing to forgive us. But the law of cause and effect is still acting. Jesus himself said that every jot and tittle will be accounted for. We covered this law when we talked about the law of karma, the law of cause and effect, what we sow, we reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So yes, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior is our salvation, because if we accept Christ in Jesus, we are accepting Christ in ourselves and in every son and daughter of God, because there's only one Son of God. And this acceptance puts us back on the path of personal Christhood. But if we continue to put forth negative energies or break the laws of God, we're still accountable. And what's liberating is, when we understand the universality of Christ in all sons and daughters of God, then you can be free during the Christmas holidays, no matter what religion or spiritual path you follow, to celebrate the birth of Christ in Jesus and also the birth of Christ within yourself as you aspire to be one with your true nature, no matter what you call that nature. And we also celebrate at that time the universality of Christ, that Jesus' life is meaningful for all of us, not just Christians. The human consciousness always wants to look outside to find the Savior, but we can't forget that Jesus continually discouraged this, saying that it was the Father that did the works. He even admonished his followers when one asked a question addressing him as good master. Before he could even finish the question, Jesus admonished him, saying, why callest thou me good? There is none good but God. Jesus most often referred to himself as the Son of Man. He said things like, The Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. He did allow others to call him Christ, the Son of God, but it was only when the time was right, when he was on trial for his life, and he was asked, are you the Christ, the Son of the living God? 
did he say, I am, and you will see the Son of Man coming with great power and glory. So he did not refute his divinity at that point, and neither should we. Because if we don't claim it, and continue to accept the label and the lie that we're sinners separate from God and unworthy forever, then we will never fully manifest our destiny and return to God permanently forsaking this cycle of rebirth. Yes, we've all sinned and or transgressed God's laws, and we all need forgiveness, and we all need to balance our karma, but that is not our true identity. Jesus' teachings are more than intellectual concepts. In fact, it really makes little difference what your beliefs are. What really makes the difference is what you manifest outwardly. There are many who are not Christians who manifest Christ in their lives, and vice versa. We can accept the universality of Jesus and not reject his mission, even if you're not a follower of the Christian faith. We must awaken and refuse to continue to fall prey to the divide-and-conquer tactics of those who wish to dominate and control by dividing us by religion or any other outward differences that appear in this physical world. It is time for the sons and daughters of God to stand up and claim their inheritance and be the light of this world. I'd like to share and kind of close with a bit of humor, which is always good for the soul. But I also think there's a broader meaning than just humor in what I'm going to share. A while back, someone sent me an email that went like this. My friend from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, said that Jesus was a Cajun. He liked to serve fish to his friends. He could make his own wine, and he wasn't afraid of water. My black friend had three suggestions that Jesus was black. He called everyone brother, he liked gospel, couldn't, and he couldn't get a fair trial. My Jewish friend had three arguments that Jesus was Jewish. He went into his father's business, he lived at home until he was 33, he was sure his mother was a virgin, and his mother was sure he was God. My Italian friend gave three arguments why Jesus was Italian. He talked with his hands, he had wine with every meal, and he used olive oil. My California friends had three arguments that Jesus was a Californian. He never cut his hair, he walked around barefoot all the time, and he started a new religion. My Irish friend then gave his three arguments that Jesus was really Irish. He never got married, he was always telling stories, and he loved green pastures. But my lady friend had the most compelling evidence that Jesus was a woman. He fed a crowd at the moment's notice when there was no food. He kept trying to get his message across to a bunch of men that just couldn't get it. And even when he was dead, he had to get up because there was more work to do. So there you have it. Jesus is universal. We've also talked about reincarnation previously and some indications in the Bible that Jesus and the disciples understood the law of karma and reincarnation. And I also gave some poignant examples of the continuity of life and soul's repeated journey into the physical world, which I'm not going to duplicate here. But when we understand these laws, we understand that the drama we see before us in our own life or in the life of others around us in the world those karmic cycles, both positive and negative, are playing out in ways that we do not always understand. 
So walking the path of personal Christhood means that we understand that our true nature as the Christ, the only Son or offspring of God, by whatever name you call it, is what we are meant to be here on earth. And we consciously strive for this to make ourselves a better person and to create a better world and walk as a living Christ. And when the majority of those on earth manifest Christ in this way, we will have a golden age civilization and bring this earth to victory for the light. In the meantime, we're in the process of overcoming, both personally and collectively, and face many challenges individually, as a nation, and as a world. But the good news is, there is a spiritual solution to everything. Stay connected to your God source, and listen to the voice of your higher self, the living Christ within you. In our next episode, we're going to talk more about what it means to master life and meet more of the Ascended Masters and the spiritual frequencies they bring to us. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today, and if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.